Eric Branson paused to study the dark outline of land a half-mile ahead of him, resting his double-ended paddle across the combing of the cockpit as he let the kayak drift for a moment on rain-spattered swells. He could hear the sound of moderate surf breaking in the distance, crashing onto the jetties and the public beach on the south side of Jupiter Inlet. Eric knew the layout of the city park on that side from many lazy Sunday afternoons spent there years ago with Shauna and Megan. Even back then, the park side of the inlet would have been mostly dark and deserted this time of morning, as it was still almost two hours until daybreak. But back then, the condominiums farther south and the houses, restaurants, and marinas along the shore inside of the cut would have been brightly lit. Now the entire coast was dark, just as Eric had expected. But darkness was his ally now, and he was grateful for the concealment it provided. He scanned the shoreline with his night-vision monocular as he sat there drifting, looking for movement or other indications of activity on either side of the entrance. The waterproof handheld VHF radio, secured to the deck in front of him, remained silent, despite the digital scanner function he'd set to monitor all the major marine frequencies. No one was talking on the airwaves, but he turned the volume down anyway, as he would soon be within earshot of the shore. He had stopped paddling just beyond the first of the channel markers that led the way to the inlet from the open Atlantic, to watch and listen before the final approach. A few of the flashing red and green lights were still working, running off their self-contained solar-charged batteries, but others were misplaced or missing entirely, no doubt swept away by the storm surge from the recent hurricane. Eric didn't need to stay in the channel to safely transit the narrow cut in his kayak, but doing so would keep him as far as possible from the jetties on either side. He wasn't worried about hitting the rocks, but he was concerned that someone could be out there, hidden from view among the shadows. The blackout ashore and the light rain that limited visibility would provide the concealment he needed, but any covert insertion on a hostile coast entailed risk. Going solo and without backup increased that risk exponentially, but that was nothing new to Eric. What was new was that he was doing something of this nature here, on the east coast of Florida, a place he'd once called home. The oil tanker that he'd worked his Atlantic passage aboard as part of the security team had long since disappeared unlit into the night. Eric had disembarked five miles off the coast at the edge of the Gulf Stream current, just as he had prearranged with the captain before departing Tenerife. It had taken him more than an hour and a half to close on the coast from the drop point, paddling at a steady but moderate pace to stay fresh for whatever he might encounter at landfall. The seventeen-foot, matte-black klepper folding kayak was seaworthy and capable of hauling a lot of gear, but it certainly wasn't a swift boat, especially with a solo paddler. Eric was alone here tonight because he wasn't part of a team on a mission to take out a specific target or recon for a bigger operation. It was personal business that brought him back to the U.S. mainland, because he could no longer ignore all that he'd heard, as unimaginable as it seemed from afar. The only people in the world that had ever really cared about him were somewhere beyond that dark shoreline ahead, if they were still alive. Eric had failed them both in the past, especially Shauna, his former wife, who had since moved on to someone new, and Megan, his only child who grew up with a father that was gone far more often than not. Eric couldn't change the past, but he thought perhaps he could make up for some of his failings now. Maybe now the skills at which he really excelled would finally be of use to them. 
the Aquila Mia was bound for Veracruz, so the course deviation en route to the Straits of Florida was relatively minor. Eric chose this point of insertion not only because he was familiar with the coast and the intracoastal waterway here, but also because it was close to his first and most important destination. Entering the country legally at any official point of entry, if there was one even open now, was not an option with the gear he had in the kayak. Getting it in this way was worth the risk, because Eric was sure he was going to need it if things here were indeed as bad as the rumors. Infiltrating this coast undetected would have been more difficult in normal circumstances. The authorities in Florida had spent decades perfecting their drug interdiction techniques, and after 9-11, Homeland Security tightened the net even further. But illicit cargo and illegal aliens still got through from time to time even then, and based on what he'd heard of the situation now, Eric was willing to take the gamble.